0: Good everybody, and welcome back to Ellen at the Roundtable. I am your host Shalise, and here I have with me Akaina.
1: Hey guys, it's Akaina, um, mostly known as Akaina. Akaina is just the Haitian version. Boy. Yeah. Um, a little bit about me: I'm 20 years old. I'm a senior in college. Oh my goodness! I graduate with a degree in public health education. She's graduating this year, I graduated guys. This year. She's graduating a semester early. I'm so <laughs> proud of you. Semester early, yo. And then after that, it's grad school for a dual degree, which Ooh. blows people's minds. Ooh. I'm going to be a busy gal, okay? You wanna make money, though. My I'm going to crash out your apartment. Oh, please, no. I <laughs> already told me, hey... Um, so I'm going to be living with you, but Kamaline said she's going to live with me, and then you said you're going to live with us. I'm so. telling you,
0: you're the first person who's going to move out, so it just makes sense for all of us to crash at your apartment. I'm just like,
1: does everybody want to live I'll with
0: bring my now? own blankets and everything. <laughs> I'm not, I'm, I, I'll, I'll be prepared, okay?
1: Oh, no. <laughs> Way too many people said it, kind of. So huh, you're going to be the first at everything. We're coming to your house. Exactly, Mom. with you. We'll exactly, chip in a little Mom. bit. I like that.
0: You got the house no, first. No, so I, like, that. I like that. Too much <laughs> pressure, y'all. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so... Uh, I have here with me Akina, and today for our fourth episode we're going to be talking about purity culture. All right so for our first question Akaina, uh, what's your perspective on purity culture and how the world sees it in general versus how the church sees it?
1: So for me the world, the world is just such a big and broad subject because we have to think about you know the U.S. then we have to think about outside the U.S. Oh, then we yeah. have to think about our you know our country in itself different traditions and everything different rules yeah everything is just out of this world you know for the world you know still to this day you know a lot of people just believe that girls are either property or you know there's something you should own in a sense or you know they shouldn't have any type of rules or any type of freedom essentially I mean granted
0: in like there it's present like that in other countries mm-hmm. but I'm just shocked to see it in America
1: too. 2022 2022 oh, we're still seeing the same ridiculous thing we saw hundreds of years ago I'm crying like it doesn't make sense to me to be honest no. and as far
0: as myself uh, growing up in the church um, and seeing purity culture like up close and personal um, I feel like it's a bit damaging Mm-hmm. And it's not to go ahead and say like, oh, pe- young people, they should go ahead and like do whatever they want and stuff right like right. that. But I maybe our parents and like the uh, members of the church they had good intentions when they said to just refrain from it and like just do complete absence and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But they bashed it at the same time and
1: disrespect the people. I'll definitely, too.
0: definitely that part we'll get to that. Um, they what's it called? When it's time for the person to actually decide that they're going to go ahead mm-hmm. and, I guess, break that promise of abstinence, they're very. Um, what's the word? They are uncomfortable
1: with right. the idea. They might be frightened. Yeah, or they don't have a ha- how people think about them, and you know it's so it's hard not healthy. for people to just. Oh, actually, let me reiterate: it's so hard for church people to just say sex. Oh because yeah. I don't I think it's just for a lot of people it's an adult term so when people say the word sex it's just so hard for a lot of adults to grasp it like hey that's my kid talking about sex yeah and you know they're like 16, 17 they shouldn't be worried about that yet Nine. and that's what harbors or dampens that child's mentality because they're like, oh, damn so then what age do I get to talk about this or what age do I get to do uh, X, Y, and Z if nobody's talking about it? when i'm at least at a decent age exactly. to understand
0: and then when they actually get to that point they have no idea what to do with themselves no why and then they make mistakes on top of right. that mm-hmm. and it's the it's not their fault to be honest mm-hmm. big it's mistakes yeah and
1: then you tell them they're doing something wrong and they'll be like but this is all i've learned my entire exactly, life Exactly. yeah or like, i didn't learn
0: I, with me like at least in my household sex was never said ever like to this day i feel like my people in the, my house are like still uncomfortable to say really? it really but like even kissing like anything like that, it mm-hmm. was just never said in the house. Um, in terms of like things of um, affection and anything like that, not even like uh, like intimacy in that mm-hmm. in those terms, anything what? affectionate just wasn't said in the house. No, and so as it. I grew, must be nice because at all, n- no, not like
1: really. Like even like our, my youngest sister is eleven. Like we barely talk about it with her now, only because we know she understands though. Because, obviously, the outside world, and, you know, we talk about it a little bit, but when I hit, like, 12, 13 years old, my mom was already telling us about pregnancies and about abortions and about sex, everything. Like, even my—she told my dad, because he was a man, that he should tell us what guys normally do so that they don't do it to us as we're growing up. And we still have that conversation until this day now, since, you know, I'm at that age to be suited or to be courted. She's like, um, Dad, you should start telling the girls you know what they should expect from a man or X, Y, and Z because you know she would never want us, especially as young girls coming up in society, to be either miserable in life or crying ripping our hair out over a guy. Uh,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> no, nah, that never happened with me.
0: And I, I forget some people don't live my life. <laughs> 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 they didn't live my life. But like I guess um, with me, I'm glad that I didn't grow up thinking, like, it's, like, a horrible thing and right. I should just stay away from it and stuff like that. Like, I've obviously grown um, to the point where I don't think like that, um, at least anymore. I definitely thought about that when I was younger, but that was because I was impressionable at that age. Really? Um, But even then, so, like, I've seen so many people, like, shun – their daughters specifically when uh they decide to go ahead and um i guess rebel against the idea that they had for their child Uh when it comes to abstinence and everything like that right right and that brings me to like the double standard between men and women when it comes to it because even in media and stuff like that like you said um woman a a woman and a man could say the same exact thing right a woman could say that she had i don't know what Ten bodies, I guess. Right. A man can go ahead and say the same thing. The man is praised for it by other men on Not top sure. of mm-hmm. that. And then the woman is shunned for it by other me- by men.
1: Right, right, right.
0: And sometimes women, too. And so I think that a lot of that stems from the historical context mm-hmm. when it comes to how women are treated versus how men are treated, especially when it comes to that topic. Um, we all know that back in the day women were – like they were not.
1: They were anything. They, yeah, <laughs> they were literally
0: nothing. They weren't considered individuals with like their own minds and thoughts right. and feelings. they were pretty much like treated that. just like cattle. Honestly, yeah, they were pets.
1: If Bought anything. by men. Yeah, you know, treat this property. Exactly. Hey, you have to. You have to clean my drawers. Mm. You have to. You have to go make me food. Oh, for what in return? No way. never what so, in return? And actually, that's why I do commend society nowadays because we're not allowing that nonsense as much as our. J- our parent generation or the generation before that did definitely and we're just like yeah no marriage where
0: but don't forget about like the whole um cultural aspect too
1: yeah (laughs) (laughs) we could talk about this for ages if we if we talk about every caribbean country or every single caribbean location we would never end and even if we talk about haiti and Haiti nowadays when you're living in Haiti and then Haitians come from Ameri- from Haiti here two different things yeah. okay because they come from Haiti with an attitude arrogant cocky they think that because they came from another country speak another language they can automatically get an american sir mm. sir
0: you won't get to me you're not gonna get me be. with that
1: heavy accent mean, go sit down not just because of that you better but go learn your abc yeah okay? <laughs> the whole personality. nah it's not for me their personality is outrageous only it's, because their mom was cooking them that poisson you know the fish the fish of the head rap, and mm, all of this nonsense oh mm. she was cooking me goat. me i was like, oh, oh so, so wait, you want to so play you, yeah right no, you no
0: come on now
1: and like ha- it's like they want a mom and they want a uh, a kid at right. the same time like same in time. one merge yeah. Like, yeah you know i want my wife to cook for me i want my wife to to clean my my shoes i want my wife to do the laundry. you mean your mama yeah you mean your mom we're not the same and then
0: as far as their appearance right. it's like the whole kids thing oh i want her to be short i want her to be skinny i want her to have no body hair right, right. i want her to look innocent i'm like oh and so you want an 11 year old like have you seen the sexualization of little kids oh, yeah. like If you search up, um, I think I remember, yeah, if you search up like a school uniform or something like that, you know the pictures that you'd be be popping up?
1: I remember that trend too, and I was looking it up. I was like, why is there adult woman in children's uniform? Why is the skirt that short? Come on now,
0: like Like, it's happened so many times in media and everything, and oh my gosh. And maybe when it comes to parents, and like how they go ahead and regulate their daughters and not their sons. Maybe Mm -hmm. it's because of that, because they're over-sexualizing their child, Mm -hmm. but not their son, because that's not how the world sees men. Right, and
1: that's not the standard either. Exactly, yeah. I remember there was a certain part, actually, excuse me, there was this conversation yesterday. Mm. My mom was talking about, was it yesterday or was it a couple weeks ago? My mom was, we were having this conversation about relationships and things like that, and there was a certain point in time when I was growing up and my mom used to be like, you know what kind of, you know, you have to cook and you have to clean for your husband. I said, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. excuse me the way, mm. excuse me. Mm. Like the way I used to see my family members either disrespect their wives just to put their mothers on such a high standpoint. I was disgusted. I was like, oh, so you picked a mama's boy and that you are me to do the same thing and See, be a slave come on now. for a man like literally what I'll do, be damned
0: again what do they do in return nothing. like it it just, it's
1: like that conversation what do you bring to the table and the uh, man do not bring nothing but clothes and shoes it. they they okay? bring themselves they bring themselves it. only mind you the woman will bring the cooking abilities she'll be she'll know how to clean she'll know how to iron she'll she'll be highly intelligent educated what does the man bring his stinky drawers itching balls uh, <laughs> <laughs> sits on the couch like the standards are so low for them they're in hell, <laughs> <laughs> they're, in hell. they're lower oh like, my god. and when you find and you see people actually find guys who are upstanding and you know they're intelligent you know they provide for their wife and i'm just like people really have this you, where'd y'all find them i'm like where'd y'all find them oh at walmart at amazon i said maybe i need to start working over yeah, there may, uh, like come on then now actually nowadays it's the way that some of them just talk to women too and and it's the audacity too because when females say that to men, when any woman says something to a man, be like, hey, um, let me take you out to eat, and vice versa, the man will get triggered, oh my God. triggered. And
0: then, like, they do oh all of that. Goodness. They do it all for the sole purpose of getting something for them at the end of the at night. At the end of the night. That's uh-huh. all let they want. Let say that. They let could oh that's oh, all you were. Go- she was coming oh, on to me all night she's oh, a not- gold digger oh blah blah, blah blah like what the double
1: standards are such at a high rate nowadays only because i'm positive that men if we really spoke about it men are absolutely more emotional than women they don't want to hear that they, they don't, don't want to have that conversation and too. me me i'll break it down and i'll make every single man cry mm. just by telling them you're more emotional okay you' just you're get more so
0: defensive so defensive okay. they are ready
1: to fight too Oh. oh, my goodness. <laughs> Square up. Square up <laughs> like, and hit
0: you in the face. And then, like, I'm just thinking about how, let's say, a man gets rejected or something <gasps> like that. The woman could literally die.
1: Literally get oh. killed by him. Just because his ego couldn't take it. Like, she told you no, and you, in your tiny little mind, you felt like, I have to kill her.
0: Yeah, like, what? I need to take her life. She does not deserve to be on this earth anymore because she decided to go oh ahead and say she doesn't want to date me. Oh, my goodness. Like, Huh?
1: no it, and it makes me think of that video of that lady talking about what, what was his name about putin and she was like i'm sorry that your mother didn't love you that's that's how i've never seen that, that's, that. That's, <laughs> that's how the men are feeling the ones that feel the need to go out and harm women just because they got rejected it's because they didn't get loved as a child yeah that's what it was
0: and let like again like i said before when they don't get rejected and everything they like literally i remember seeing a TikTok. uh there was this guy and he had a podcast it's men with podcasts. Yeah, men, with podcasts okay. men who, if you mm, don't buy a microphone at all. Don't buy don't, a microphone. Not download. even that. Mute yourself. Mute yourself. Don't, even don't buy talk. Record. Don't have any type of social media. <laughs> don't have a phone. Go live out in the
1: wilderness. Please, okay? Isolated from everybody else because we don't need to hear it. We don't. We don't. Because it'll be misogynistic and nasty. Like,
0: he was literally like, at the end of the night, let's uh, go ahead and bring a girl, like take her out to dinner and everything, and we have a good time. And it's time to pay for the meal. He said that before he's gonna go ahead and pay for the meal, he's gonna ask the girl. So what are we doing later tonight? And <gasps> if she's home. And if she says like, no, I wasn't planning on doing anything. This was just a date, trying to get to know you and everything, you know, future partners and whatnot. He was like, okay, I'm not paying. <gasps> what?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I. I would my end mouth. that man's life. Huh? I would end that man's life. Oh no. Nah. If he had that shit, I'd be like, okay. And you know, you wasn't that great anyway. And I'd leave with him with him, with the, him s- with the bill. I saw people in the comments talking about
0: uh, the guys in the comments saying, yeah, <laughs> I pay for my half. I'd tell the server, what did I get? Yeah,
1: I, I'll pay for that. And they would walk out and oh. just leave her there. I, I'll do him one better. As soon as he asks me that question, I'll be, I need to go to the bathroom real quick. And yeah, I'll leave him uh, hey, i would tell the server I'll leave his I will tell the server, hey, um, he's paying for the day, okay? If yeah. he doesn't pay... I'll give you his information, and you can sue him. Exactly. Mom. Sue- I'll give you his phone number, his email address. Everything. everything. His house location, so the
0: His address? Get the food. Yeah. <laughs> Best believe it. Like, he's not coming out of it like that.
1: Mm-mm. But,
0: yeah, it just, honestly, it irks me to think that when a person, not even just a man, like, when the elders look at me and everything like that, they just expect, like, this perfect in- image, this innocent image and everything. Right. And how I'm not supposed to, like, Personally, I mean, I guess it's on. It's based on f- of personal preference, right? About like how far you really want to go, uh, with somebody. If you think that you're gonna have like emotional ties to them or something like right. that, if you do decide to go ahead and do something, and also it's a uh, uh, personal choice again to just uh, wait, as well. And honestly, none of those choices should be should be judged, right. either and they're so heavily judged at
1: the, like at right. the same it's time. Like if you have a sneaky link, if you if you're a homie hopper, you know, there's so many terms nowadays that if you don't know each and every one of them, you get confused. Yeah. There's so many the ways. At that point. Just just to what's the word? recognize or just to put a label on what you're doing with somebody else. Yeah. Instead of you saying, "Hey, I just have sex with this person and uh, somebody else would just be like, "Why?" you know what are you guys doing I'm like is that your business No, like if
0: they don't have like any um, emotional ties or anything like that or if they don't want to put a label on it that's their business as long as you're safe that's really all that matters Mm -hmm. like as long as you're not harming yourself or the other
1: person and that's going back to double standards as well because when people nowadays or when there used to be that talk about hey this guy has 10 bodies no one would ever think about the safety about this guy sleeping with 10 different women and most likely he's going in raw oh. with no condom <laughs> and you telling me nobody questions the safety whatsoever Mm-mm. like you don't mean to tell me this man could impregnate 10 women at the same time and nobody questions like how that's not okay
0: you know
1: it gets me weirded out um what's his name nick cannon Oh, please! <laughs> please!
0: I get triggered about that every time. And how he has multiple children with multiple again. I'm not judging or anything like that. He's a like breeder, <laughs> but it's
1: a double standard. It's a double standard because let's say a woman will pop out eight children, they would look at her and be like, "Oh, she's a slut." Yeah. Oh, I see she opens her legs for everybody. Exactly. But if a man went and did the same thing, they'll congratulate him each and every pregnancy. I'm I'll be like, oh, so we, I'm literally looking oh, at goodness. it in real time at the moment.
0: I'm looking at Nick. Oh, he got another baby on the way. He,
1: he literally said, "All right." Today I'm a nut in one woman. The next day I'm a nut in (laughs) another. (laughs) If the sea plants, that's my child. What? (laughs) No, (laughs) no. We have to be realistic nowadays. That's how honest we have to be. Because if we went around, and I'm not even talking about the sex part. Have sex, just have sex safely, and stop trying to populate the world. We barely have. Food, enough food, for money, we don't have to be feeding all these children. And you mean to tell me every week there's a new child? (laughs) There's no money. We're already a dad. You mean to tell me you popping out a child every month? No way. No way. (laughs) Have sex safely. But when you a breeder, wrap it up. (laughs) Wrap it up, okay? I'm telling you, Nick Cannon is a breeder, okay? He has the need to impregnate name, every woman name. he sleeps with, and that's nasty. Really? Why? Because it's not safe, raw, every time, to- no.
0: I'm looking at my stories, and every other month, it's TMZ
1: posted something
0: about that oh man. my God. And I'm like, God. And
1: I just think about the other rappers who have as much children, too, and they usually have like five or six baby mamas. I'm just like, how is this possible? Like, how did we get here? Like, why do we feel the need? to bring children into a society that is, we're in hell. We're absolutely in shambles. And there's only a certain amount of people who are doing the world good by, you know, teaching the things that we're supposed to be learning. But then everybody else is literally out of whack. Out of whack. And nobody's teaching these kids coming up nowadays what they're actually supposed to be doing in a civil and learning manner. It's ridiculous. And then, like, when it comes to, I feel like,
0: when it comes to the older people in our generation and everything, they decide to not go ahead and educate their children. right? And then let's say their children, again, they don't know or anything. Right. And then they go ahead and, I guess, make a mistake, I guess. Um, and let's say, I mean, a woman gets pregnant or something right. like that. Um, and she didn't, like, mean to or anything, like, was not planned or anything like that. She, she didn't know. She just wasn't properly educated or right, anything right. like that. And then the uh, older generation is going to turn around and be like, why did you do that? Mm-hmm. Like, every, uh, apparently, like, they think that um, abstinence is, like, the only way. Like, that's just going to be, like, the sole thing that prevents it and everything. Mm-hmm. But then they're not going to go ahead and teach your child the specifics about it or anything like mm-hmm. that. Safe. Actually, edu- exactly. Safe uh-huh. as well, like the education. Turn around on them when it something happens and be like, oh, why didn't you do, why didn't you do that, blah, 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 blah. And I'm just, I'm thinking,
1: and I'm like, why would you, you set your child up. You really At that did. point, even as I think about Caribbean parents, Caribbean parents, a lot of them they don't even talk about to their children about sex or even their grandchildren. Like, take for example my grandmother. My grandmother will talk to me about suitors. Or I, the last time I saw her, which was like a couple of months ago, and she came up to me and she was like, "Kind of how school." And then the next question is, "You have a boyfriend?" I was like, "Excuse me?" And I was like, first of all, I wouldn't <laughs> even tell you." And second of all, no, because my parents would know. Okay. Mm. So the fact that she even asked me that and I was just like mm, I can just say single. I can say single. I could live, okay? Mm. But then I think about how she's never spoken to any of her kids about sex and that's why half of her kids, my aunts and uncles are literally a hot mess. She or on her they don't know how to stay in relationships. I can guarantee you right now my father along with um, another one of my uncles, they're probably the only ones still in a consistent and healthy marriage. Only ones? E- only once. Mind you, my grandmother had 13 kids, okay? Ooh. When she came to America, it went down to nine. And then I think within the last two years, it went down to seven. Now, after the seven hit, right, there were so few of them that were in consistent relationships to begin with, okay? Mm-hmm. I want to say maybe four, out of her kids who were in marriages. Within the last two years, the only people standing are my dad and my mother, of course. And then I think my second oldest uncle in the family, he's been his wife with, I think 27 years. They were together when they were young and then they got married. I want to say when he was like 27. Yeah, and they have a son, he's older than me. I want to say he's like 25. So they're probably the oldest lasting relationship. Um, And then afterwards, it's my parents, obviously, because um, his older brother, my dad's older brother, my uncle, Mm -hmm. he got divorced last year, and they hit, like, 25 years, only because of the familial relations that were being brought into the marriage, and that's what broke it up. And that's another important topic that, you know, a lot of people forget or don't uh, heed by it, when parents are put into your marriage, best believe it's going to end. It's not going to last. It is not, especially if it's toxic parents who are always picking a side that into far. a marriage relationship. Yeah. It's never going to last. And that's exactly what happened to my uncle. And I was just like, the marriage we, we live said. like this. Mm. I was like, this is why we don't have any of these conversations. We don't have marriage conversations. We don't have relationship conversations. No one knows what's healthy. Mm-mm. And Caribbean, they never teach their kids or their grandkids what's healthy because they lived in such a slave mentality that they don't recognize what's right. And I think that's where it stems from, especially for us as being Haitians. That's where it stems, why we can't either stay in relationships, find relationships, or even have love for ourselves. And I think that's where it always stems from. You know, we have a lack of self-love in ourselves, and that's why we can't go out and find correct love or proper love so someone can love us in the way we want them to. And
0: in that case, uh, when I guess an elder, when I say elder, I mean like a person of the older generation, let's say Generation X. They go through all of those different kind of things and then they project it onto their child. Right. And then their child ends up with like those same problems mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Or like back to what we were saying before, they're not taught about certain things that they're uh-huh. supposed to know about, especially right. when they're going into their adult life. And they're, they go in unprepared, something happens, and then again, they um, their parents look, look on them and they're like, what the heck was going on mm-hmm. when it was their fault that they turned out like right, that. Right, right, right. And like, even
1: as we go back to our original conversation about sex, parents or grandparents never talk to their kids about having sex with the wrong person. They always talk about abstinence,
0: having it. no sex
1: at all. Instead of, how about you correct yourself and say, maybe having sex with the wrong person is what you should look out for. Mm-hmm. Having sex with an abusive person is the wrong way. Having a, a sex with a toxic person is the wrong way or having sex with you know someone who either barely knows you or doesn't know your body is the wrong person to have sex with. Mm-hmm. I think when it comes to having those conversations about sex, you know, they just be like, "Hey, no sex at all." And then you go out there and when you do have sex, you're having sex with the wrong people and then you're harboring specific soul ties
0: yeah. with the
1: wrong people and that's how you get jacked up in the end
0: like when I was younger I didn't believe in that
1: right but like now that I'm thinking about
0: it I feel like it's a very intimate thing there is yeah and like some people um, it may not be the case for them they right. can go ahead and do it with anybody and they don't feel that but mm-hmm. then there are other people they don't realize that about themselves and then when it happens they're like all up in their head and everything, and it messes mm-hmm. them up uh, mm-hmm. like mentally. And they're
1: always looking for that specific type of feeling every time they either have sex or every time they're looking for and when they an don't. intimate connection. And
0: when they don't get it, it's almost like withdrawal
1: or something right. like that mm-hmm. from an addiction. Like they, again, they just get so sick in the head and everything. Mm-hmm. And they're the, human, the human mind is such an overwhelming concept that people don't realize there are so many different aspects that go into it. And... Whenever we talk about one person and the different topics or the different things that they go through, especially about sex slash intimacy, because that's the thing we don't talk about. We never talk about intimacy. A lot of people just talk about sex, but intimacy is just as powerful. You know, hand holding, kissing, hugging. So many people, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna call out the IECN for this. A lot of IECN are touch starved. I, I personally believe it. And by touch starved guys, I mean when you're either lacking in some type of physical Physical language or physical touch, you know, maybe you weren't getting hugged enough or maybe you weren't getting kissed enough. And I'm not talking about, you know, a romantic type of kiss. I'm talking about a kiss on the cheek or a kiss on the forehead, a kiss on the nose, you know. Those type of kisses, you know, or maybe you weren't, held, was it, your hand wasn't being held or you weren't being hugged, you know. If you're the type of person who'd be in the shower for an hours, in hot showers, mm. you're touch star. <laughs> Now you, if you have me. a pillow. If you have a pillow that you cuddle with at night, you're touch starved. <laughs> if you seek out contact and then you feel some type of way a person doesn't reciprocate that contact, you're touch starved. Okay? I'm calling out everybody. and <laughs> Nobody's, that, safe. nobody's, nobody's safe. safe. Nobody's safe. Nobody's <laughs> safe. And, you know, it's important because when we always talk about sex, you know, we always forget about the intimacy part. Because a lot of people, that's where I think that's where soul tie comes in as well. You know, when we talk about sex some people it's just an act but for other people there's intimacy tied into sex and that's where you know they get captured Mm -hmm. that's where they get stuck Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. no one talks about that because you know that's what they say about guys guys have sex without feelings girls have sex with feelings it goes back to the emotional and it goes back emotional and double standards because guys can never believe that girls can have sex without soul ties or without emotions like we can just Screw
0: them and leave. Like, I feel like there's an obsession among the men. They're like, yeah, I got to go ahead and, like, make her feel some type of way. Right, right. I have to, like, like you said, trap her or something like that. Or uh, make her want to come back to me and stuff like that. But I'm just not. Like, they just love playing with women's feelings. Mm -hmm. Like, it just doesn't make sense to me. Mm -hmm. But. Going back to like the whole purity culture thing, I feel like we need to talk about the expectations when it comes to the culture um, in
1: general. So like for instance, when it comes to clothing, I feel like that adds on to purity culture as and well. it's so dangerous as well, talking about that conversation because then we have to include rapists and then we have to include how even parents, you know, bash on their child's mental state because That's of what they walk out the house with. I've literally seen that. In that, uh oh, that happens almost every day in my house okay because you know i go out my house with sweatpants (laughs) and a shirt (laughs) and my mom was like how are you gonna get married wearing that and i'm looking at her like girl why does that have to why
0: is that a requirement Mm. let me not let me not but i have seen in certain families where i guess it has to do with the religion thing too that's true uh a girl cannot go out wearing specific things and it doesn't even need to be like a short dress or something like that mm-hmm. skinny jeans literally skinny jeans or like when it comes, comes to the um the dress code like at schools and stuff like that <gasps> the shoulder thing the i shoulders. remember
1: i remember i was reading something because i'm that type of person to just read about anything there was a case study and this particular school reprimanded students and i think they were allowed to wear like regular clothes the girls could not have their shoulders out because it was distracting. What's other so students. distracting about shoulders? I was like, are you talking about the body? <laughs> the part? <people? laughs> the, the bow. That's what bothers you. That's like. what's impairing you from teaching or okay. impairing you from listening to class. Like apparently you need to stop your calculus, uh, your calculus um,
0: teachings to go ahead mm-hmm. and call out a girl mm-hmm. whose collarbone and just happens to be poking
1: out through her shirt. I bet you it don't even be the students; it's the teachers. The teachers it's get distracting It's oh, no. As well. It's the teachers, and they don't talk about that enough. They be talking about, oh yeah. The the boys in the class felt distracted by her her short skirt today. No, it was the man. They were focused on trying to pass their class, okay? He was looking at her, trying to look up in between her legs, and he got distracted. That's what it was. And it gets like the whole sexualizing
0: thing, like the elders and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Like, I don't know. Wh- and it also, in relationships, that's also present. Oh, as far as that. the man controlling what the woman wears uh-huh. and stuff like that, that's I mean, weird. I'd be like,
1: oh, I'd be like, sir. We're breaking <laughs> up, <today>. We're breaking <laughs> up.
0: <laughs> But uh, it just makes me um, smile. I saw on TikTok again. There is this, uh, I guess it was a trend. This girl, she took a picture um, in, like, a really nice dress, actually. But, mm-hmm. like, I guess uh, when it comes to the standards that we talk about pertaining to purity culture, right. it, you know, wasn't, I guess appropriate,
1: air mm-hmm. quotes, appropriate. some dresses have sex appeal. Eh.
0: But, like, hers, not necessarily. Like, it was right. just honestly a regular dress. She looked good in it. Mm-hmm. And she sent a picture to her boyfriend, she was like, uh, would you let me wear this and
1: everything? Just to test him. Mm-hmm. He was like, go ahead, I can fight.
0: I said, oh!
1: <laughs> <laughs> no! actually, not that you said that. I've seen an impartial trend to that. And I think this girl, like, or I've seen multiple girls take a picture and send it to either their girlfriends or their boyfriends. And... Uh, she's like, oh, hey, I'm going to the bar in this dress. they would be like, okay, get you a drink, get me a drink. I'm coming too. Yay. And I'm like, that's, period, that's really what it is. And if we talk about that, like how people dress, we could talk about that in church as well, going back to our original topics. Because, and I'll use my mother as an example, certain dresses my mom would not allow me to wear to church. Either it's showing too much cleavage, or it's too um, it's too far up. It has to be past my knee. If it's above my knee, she's not letting me wear a skirt either. She's not letting you do the she, finger roll? No. Oh, no. So if intense. not, I have to wear ba, okay? Stockings. Yeah. If my mom, and I remember, oh, God. Like, in the summertime when I used to wear no stockings, and I used to wear, not short, but they were, like, high above my knee. Like, you could see my thighs. And my thighs oh, are they're, not tiny. They are a little rip, thick. The ripped stockings. I remember that. <laughs> right. The ripped <laughs> stockings. <laughs> As soon as the stockings get ripped, I'm taking it off and I'm putting lotion or um, Vaseline on. And my mom would be like, You going to a church like that? How How is the spirit of God going to enter you with your address? So I was like, Mommy. I'm just like... I'm like, Mommy. So I was like, I thought you said God will accept me as I am. He was yeah. like, But not like that. I said, So why would you even mention that then? <laughs> but even that's so it's not like ridiculously short or anything. No, it's not. It just that's it's it. just knees. It's just knees. Now, I could agree with her when when I used to have my titties all about, okay, mm. because some of the younger men used to be hollering at me, oh, okay? and that's sad because <laughs> because my tete were a little too big for boy, the dresses, okay. Boy, boy. And my mom didn't know that they were they were growing at an alarming rate, and she was just like, "Yeah, no, kind of. You got to change your outfit." When I used to go, when I first started freshman year to go to classes, and I would go in my Nike slides and flip, she was like, "Kind of. How are you gonna get a boyfriend in that?" Mm. I said, I thought you said working with. I said, okay, but along the way, if you're still going outside like that, how are you gonna find a senator or a lawyer to ditch? Not a senator. How are you gonna find somebody Not to a marry senate. you? You looking like that. <laughs> she was like, what about a judge? She was like, what about their president? I said, what? <laughs> I said, mommy, can't let this go. Or if I remember one time, my sister, Ajinaya, she, I think she was about to walk out the house to be like this tight shirt on. And my mom was like, Where are you going with that? And we were just like, we're going out. She was like, like that. She was like, so somebody can go whip you in the alley. I said, excuse me? My mom used to have this every single week. We had the same conversation over and over about clothes. And It's ridiculous. You can argue that, I guess, when you go
0: out, like, again,
1: not even necessarily
0: inappropriate or anything like that. It just happens to be Mm -hmm. form-fitting. But they can argue
1: that it's because of protection or Mm -hmm. anything like Mm -hmm. that and some of it be protection other ones it's just just to get on your nose. it's honestly
0: just ridiculous to
1: be honest just ridiculous but But, that's how they grew up you know they mm -hmm. grew up wearing high stockings like i want to show a little skin and as far as protection goes
0: i mean that's just how the world is right and are we changing it yes but uh it's not happening very very quickly or anything it's not happening as
1: fast as it it
0: should yeah exactly the pace is very 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 slow um it's eventually going to happen i hope that it does i don't even think i'll be allowed
1: to see it to be honest Um, I mean, I hope that my future kids will be able to see it, biological or not. I would hope that they be able to see that growth that we didn't get to see, you know, even when Mm -hmm. it comes to the protection of women or, you know, higher standard I can't even say higher because standards aren't that high. Mm. But the good standards at least. Okay, Um, okay, okay, okay. You know how young girls are growing up in society in that time, you know, hopefully things are better for them than they are for us. You know, their parents don't have to stop them at the door and be like, Hey, where are you going? or why are you wearing X Y and Z, or oh, you're going out to um, the mall looking like that, you know? So I would hope that doesn't happen for them, but Hopefully. we're still going a little too slow for for my liking. For my liking, yeah. You know, we need to speed up the process a little bit, but I think we just have to wait for the older generation to die and then
0: yeah, uh, <laughs> <not>, oh. <laughs> bring in the new <laughs> generation
1: and teach them stuff a little bit better.
0: I've seen uh, as far as the sexual okay, so. For my kids, if I do go ahead and decide kids, which is probably very, very unlikely, heavy on the very. Um, But if I do decide that I want to go ahead and have kids, um, I don't want them to be sexualized like kids are like right now. Right. Like I think I remember seeing on the internet um, two kids, not developed at all, a boy and a girl. You know how like guys can go ahead and wear like their shirts out and everything. Right. I remember that. And then the little kid has the bikini on. Yeah. And I'm just like, she only got boobs. I mean. Honestly, it's a parent's um, preference, I guess. Right, right. Like that's your kid, and mm-hmm. you're their parent. You can do whatever you really want. Right. Or whatever you really not want whatever you thing. want, but, but like honestly, no. everything that's best for them and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But it doesn't like let's say there's a, I guess a baby girl, and she doesn't have a shirt on or something like that, okay. and I then the like, guys where's are my like, shirt
1: at." I'm like, and I'm like "There's nothing there." <laughs> It's the same. There's you nothing there. You would have, um, what's it her called? Her stomach is as flat as a 12-chested uh. boy.
0: Why Why does she need a bikini top? You would have mistaken them for a man if the boy right. did not put a bow on her head. Thank you. Like. I mean, they, they
1: look the same, okay? One just has a kilo on, the other one has shorts. That's Please. it. But. And it's funny that you say that because since, you know, we're the melanin at the round table, let, we always forget that if we talk about black, you know how... A lot of adults, or specific, I can say black adults, say how their child is growing a little too fast.
0: I've seen that. That's and black. Always and having Caribbean the black parents.
1: woman. Always. Always. And I feel ashamed of our culture whenever I've seen it with I hear red that. Red nail polish and stuff red na- like not that. Not even that if the little girl has braids. I or, or weave. They'd be like, oh, that little girl's growing too fast. She's going to have a boyfriend at 10. I was like,
0: over hair. Over hair. Over hair. Like, my mom, she did, I don't think oh. she let me have, like, box braids or anything like that until I was maybe 13
1: or 14. I could talk about that all day. And I'm like. All day. What? was the reason? Even as I think about it now, now since I'm old enough, but when I hit 16, I want to say, even when I was in church, my mom did not want me doing certain hairstyles because she'd think I would look too older and so older men would hit on me. So for her, it was a protection slash misogynistic vibe yeah. because she used to be like, "I don't want people to think that you're older than you are." You know, I think you're gonna grow a little too fast. And I was like,
0: "And I'm like, yeah, what?
1: you should like preserve,
0: not preserve, but you should let your kid like go through their childhood and everything right. like
1: that. But when they reach a certain age, you can't let continue that. Let it go. Definitely not. Like it doesn't because make sense. I think they also forget that children are learning from the outside world. Yes. So you as a parent should always you are not teach the only influence. better. Mm -hmm. teach better so that they're not getting dangerously influenced by the outside. Mm -hmm. But if you're teaching them wrong, they're obviously going to get taught by outside. Yeah. And I guess maybe when they get to a certain age, like what happened
0: with me, when I got to a certain age, I was able to make certain decisions for myself. Mm -hmm. Right. I now have my own values and beliefs and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But I feel like Partially, that credit is due to the media. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that I was exposed to like, I guess the right side of the media. Right, right, because if I wasn't and everything, that intermingled with the things that my parents taught me and everything when it came to this entire topic. You'd be rude, like, I would be, shoot, shoot. The, I the world would have ate you up, <laughs> chewed, and you'd
1: be on the side. Yeah.
0: They would have eaten me,
1: chewed, and everything, and spit me out on the, sorry you you out on the side of the curb, OK? And then like, yes. your parents would look at you. They'd be like, but didn't I tell you yeah, better? i am be like, saying, no. Come on. No. Come on. If you did, I wouldn't be chewed out like that. (laughs) But Uh -uh. as far as your kids go,
0: how did you... Okay, so you're planning on having kids, yeah? Yeah. Okay, so how would you want to,
1: I guess, teach them about this entire thing, how they're growing up and stuff? I've spoken about this conversation way too many times with other people. And it's funny because I said that I would probably have non-biological kids more than I'd have my own, only because I am frightened of childbirth, okay? That's going to be a separate Absolutely topic, too, for another day. Absolutely frightened, because <laughs> especially as a black woman, yeah, it's it's, it's scary. so, the pain the threshold is so much stories. higher Come on. than non-POCs. It's out of this world and the racial discrimination
0: inside of hospitals and everything
1: i can talk about it all (gasps) day i can talk about it for my whole life yeah and that's why i'm so frightened to have biological kids only because i know i would have to fight for my rights at that hospital door Mm -hmm. i would have to fight for it Mm -hmm. but you know when it comes to bringing children into this world i think obviously yes it is a beautiful thing i think it's just every it's a personal experience for everybody but as for teaching my kids, both biological and non, because nowadays I just have a whole bunch of kids. I have a whole bunch of pseudo kids, <laughs> okay, that I'm taking care of now. So, so I'm teaching currently. So um, the best way I would try to teach them is through my experiences. And I think that's the best way I learned from my parents. You know, obviously my parents didn't teach me in the best way, but they tried to teach me in the way that they thought was best. Some good, some bad, but... One thing I learned from them is experiences will teach you better than word of mouth. Definitely. And because I'm learning new things every day, I'm experiencing things every day. And because of that, that's how I aspire to teach everybody. That's how I aspire to teach you guys, you know? Oh, yeah. You know, making sure that I graduate semester early, that's my experience. Or, you know, how I plan to go to grad school, that's my experience. Me working two jobs, you know, that's my experience. How I grew up in life, you know, how I – thought about my major, how I thought about assisting people or how I help people nowadays, how I'm able to be empathetic. That's all learning experiences and that's something I would I mean I still do carry on now but that's what I would love to hold on to for the future, you know, and teach my kids how how life can jack you up but how it can also help you to become a better person and I think that's how you have to I wouldn't say use the world but use the opportunities in the world. To better yourself, because mm-hmm. obviously not opportunity, not ob- every opportunity is available for you. <coughs> I don't have corona guys, but there's a cough stuck in my throat. Mm-hmm. You but did. You're so <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand. No. <laughs> <laughs> but every opportunity, once you use it, it's obviously not everything's not available to you. But the ones that do use it up to the potential, use it up to your full potential, and I think that's what I aspire to teach. Everyone, not even just the kids I'll have in the future. That's what I aspire to teach everyone, you know? Mm -hmm. The things that you learn, the things that you inherit, use those for good. And I think that's probably just going to be the difficult conversations I have with my kids in the future, you know, what is good and what is bad. Because everybody has their own um, mindset, their own values, their own beliefs, you know?
0: I don't want it to be uncomfortable for them when I do talk to them. In the rare occasion right. that I do have kids or anything like that, I feel like uh, everything that you said, yes, I'm going to
1: do it. And ahead I would want and them, them to trust me. Yes. That's a big thing for me now, you know. And I've told my parents this before, you know. I've told them I can tell them things enough where if somebody goes up to them, they know they know how to defend me. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't trust them with every single thing that I've either went through in life or, or about to go because through. Because they're life.
0: still a kid, you right. know. And, mm-hmm. like, they're still my kid. Like, right. they don't need to know
1: everything. Right, right. Like
0: again, I'm not your best friend, mm. okay? But I am your parent mm-hmm. if I do decide to go ahead and be one. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna do my job as a parent to go ahead and help you succeed. Right. As far as purity culture goes, I will never ever as you or ever let anybody I'll put else condoms at the door sexualize. when you hit when you hit 17 i'll <laughs> put condoms at the door have fun i will treat my my son if i have a son and my daughter if i have a daughter the exact same the when exact it comes to, not like in certain aspects obviously right. like when it comes to generals definitely y'all are s- gonna have like the same chores and same everything like it. that But
1: same s- um, sex wise Safe sex-wise, everybody's going to be having this different and same topic, okay? Birds and the bees at the same time, okay? (laughs) Everybody's going to have the condom talk, how to put it on, Uh, uh, how to practice oral safe, how to practice everything safely. (laughs) Why? Because I would, i will be damned. If after I tell all of that, if my child come home with an STD or STI, I'm beating they up, okay? Because yeah, no. I'm like, did I, did I tell you how to wrap <laughs> did it up? I, didn't I tell you? I made that's sure that about, I okay? did. No, no. No. And I also, feel like that's what's rough about having kids, okay? Because if you teach them things and they still come back doing something stupid, I'm like, but didn't I tell you?
0: Didn't I tell you? Mm-hmm. And I won't let my husband, if I do get married, do that to them either. No. I'm going to check him. Check him. Again, with the double standard and everything, mm-hmm. he, may that, he may have that um, – Internalized misogyny.
1: Right. But we're going to work on that.
0: Yeah, definitely. But like I've seen men in media now, they go ahead and sexualize daughters that they don't even have yet. Right. Talking about, yeah, I'm not going to let my daughter wear this. I'm not going to let my daughter go ahead and do this. I'm going to let my son do this and everything. But I'm not going to let. I remember I was in, what grade was I in? Sixth grade, Mm -hmm. I think? I had a history teacher. Oh no! And he, I think he was just showing us. He had a daughter, mm. and then he, uh, his wife just gave birth to so a son. son. Oh yeah. no! And so we were asking. We were just joking around with him. He was like, "Yeah, so like, what are you gonna let your daughter have, like, a boyfriend and everything, blah blah blah." And he was like, "Never." Oh. And not never. And then we were like, "Okay, what about your son?"
1: whenever he wants oh Oh, no way (laughs) no No. actually that's funny that you say that because i've had those conversations with my parents because there was a certain time when my mom was pregnant with my last sister people were like is it gonna be a boy is it gonna be a boy and internally both my both my parents did not want to have a boy and it was obviously for genetic reasons a lot of the boys in the family either came out slow or has some type of mental disability and if you notice my dad has some tics too We've all spoken about it as a family, and I remember he sat all three of us down, and he was like, "I'm actually glad I didn't have boys, because I know they would come out with some type of mental disability. Not that they wouldn't be able to take care of them. I think for both of my parents, they would, would be love rough. them any less. Or right. Like I think that, it would just but. be rough because they never grew up with that. They mm-hmm. never grew up with how to take care of disabled children. So he was just like, "I'm glad that I have girls." and even when we were growing up though, my dad was joking. He was like, Y'all not getting y'all not dating until y'all 30. I was like, 30? I'm like, You want me to have cobwebs when I'm 30? Yeah. <laughs> and and it's funny because we had this conversation two weeks ago, because you know, they have no idea what they likes I mean, they they always believe I'm boy crazy. And they were like, Yeah, we know what a kinda likes already, okay? A kinda, we always know how to defend a kinda, okay? A kind of could be the type of person that will steal your man. I said, excuse me? What? They they had this conversation at 1.44 a.m. They called us upstairs. They called me upstairs. (laughs) My mom sat. At 2 o'clock in the morning. She met me and Ade next to each other. And she was like, Ade? She was like, what do you like? I was like, oh. I said, what type of question is this? That's very straightforward. She's like, kind of, we already know what you like. We know (laughs) how to defend you, okay? (laughs) If if some lady comes up to us and says, you know, your daughter tried to steal my man. We would—they were like—we would never confuse it. It was a kinda. I said what? <laughs> I said what? About I was like I would never homework a relationship. <laughs> she was like okay, a kinda You know we would—you would steal them, okay? I said oh, like this. What does that even mean? I said what? What does this mean? She was like kinda. You know you're a beautiful girl, okay? I feel like if you put yourself out there, you'd have suitors lighting up at the door giving Boy. you flowers. Boy. Mind you, I got allergies. What flowers? Ah! <laughs> 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 Just yesterday morning she asked me, she was like, I okay, kind she was like, Why aren't there any men lining up at the door? I said, I said, What do you mean? She was like, kinda because you see when you have crushes you always seem to be chasing somebody. Mind you, I haven't chased anybody in years, mind you. Mm, I don't chase like I don't chase. She's like, You know, nobody ever gives you flowers when, when you come home. I said, Oh. I said in the back of my head I'm like Flowers, sis. Mm. I got allergies. Mm. Mm. What well, flowers <laughs> about to <laughs> bring into the house? They're about to go in the garbage. Okay? Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm like, bring me some books. Bring me some chocolate. Mm-hmm. If you bring me some chocolate though, my mom will still boogie mm-hmm. me because that's too much sugar. <laughs> However, it's still a courtship did. <laughs> so, and I'm just like, oh, we ha- we still have this conversation about how, oh yeah yeah, and it's funny because at my 20 years old of age, I just think about all the things that I was listening to growing up by my parents specifically, mind you. I barely saw my aunts and uncles, so it was literally just us as an immediate family. Mm-hmm. So whatever they taught me, I was either grasping on, putting it in the back of my head, or throwing it in the garbage. Mm-hmm. So you were
0: smart. I, mean. I was very smart about yeah, it. Yeah. Okay. Because only because
1: I knew how to grow up faster. But you know, that's an issue that you know I have still we still try to work out with our parents. You know how we did grow up fast, and for them, they didn't believe that because you know people at the church used to tell them, "Oh, your children they still look so young; they're acting their age." Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, "Oh, is that true?"
0: It's just like the topic of innocence. Just it's it's
1: very it's peculiar. To it's me. very peculiar. And every time we talk about the church, another thing we want to talk about since we're also talking about sex. They never talk about the pedophilia of men in church. Talk about it, it's or not even in just ugh. your church, it just in general. Just in general, like pedophilia is something that it it's never brought out and especially if we talk about standards the double standards of how women have sex that first time that women had sex it probably wasn't even consensual for some of them and they never add that they never talk about that because they're like oh no that girl is a slut you know or maybe she's pregnant if we talk about caribbean parents but if if the that young woman ever came out to say how she had sex or how what happened to her or how she got pregnant i'm sure the parents will feel some type of way. Oh, definitely. And, and instead of taking that child in and loving them and caring for them, they instead shunned them away just for the idea that they had sex and got pregnant.
0: And then it's like reputation-wise, too. Like, they just, I feel like a lot of people, not even, in just like, in general, in the world itself. Right. Maybe I'd say, I'll scale it down to maybe the U.S. They just want that idea of, like, the perfect family. Perfect family. Perfect family. They just want the perfect parents. They mm-hmm. want the perfect children who are growing up innocently. And both our innocently. families go
1: through this as well. Oh,
0: yeah, definitely. Every they care day. a lot about it a and their image other, and, me, and stuff I ha- like that. I don't care. Which is why they go ahead and sexualize other p- not I'm not going to say specifically my parents or anything like that, bad, but people that's why they go ahead and sexualize other people and stuff like that right. and they want to go ahead well, and, yeah they the just want to mm-hmm, they want like a certain image they want them to fit a certain image and if it doesn't fit that then they don't want it at all they don't they're going to make you change and everything like that and they just don't want that and uh purity culture i feel like it stemmed like we said from like back in the day and everything like that like you know what i heard um that Women back in the day, they would have to get these purity rings and oh, promise to their father that they, that they wouldn't. Would have not, this, yeah. yeah, and they Until would only they take married. it off. On, yeah, like their ring would replace the purity ring. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's weird. Oh, actually, now, why is this, the father so obsessed
1: about that? Yeah, though? it's funny that you talk about that because I started watching Outlander, as you already know, mm. but it made me think about how marriage back in the day happened to know that your wife was a virgin the family would have yeah! to watch yeah! or they would see the sheets That's at the end weird. of the day that the girl would have to bleed. Like- and I'd be like, what no, no 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 you know what i
0: remember oh my gosh this happened recently too i think oh, that there's takes a video no no no, not even not even it was like this celebrity and he was like yeah i'm t- i take my girls to the doctor yeah it was ti yes! I. <laughs> I remember and I got that made me sick to my stomach talking Ooh. about yeah i go to the doctor every day to make sure that her hymen isn't broken my service convulsed. okay i was like okay first of all when we're going so let's go trail back to the scientific part of it right the hymen can break if From you anything. ride a bike Ride a horse or something like that. Anything, anything like that. Anything cre- that's putting a tampon enough. in, like literally anything that doesn't have to do with sex or anything like right. that. So let's say you go ahead and do find out that your daughter has a torn hymen or something, hymen or something like that. You're just gonna go ahead and assume that. Oh, and she then, sex. Well, and then what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do after that? You're gonna shun her. You're gonna go ahead and like We're make sure that she doesn't in a go out. You're gonna like, huh. come on. You're gonna keep her from going out into the public like that or anymore. Uh-huh. Like, I'm like, that's so. Why are you so obsessed and it's just weird to me and i would never ever let something like that happen to my child right ever and i guess for me i don't want to say that my parents like the elders in my life they would have ever done it to me but i'm just that kind of person where i don't i'm a very introverted and everything and i don't like putting myself out there and stuff like that not to say i'm not confident but i just again i just I'm to myself right. or anything like that. I don't dress a specific way because that's just, that just doesn't make me comfortable. Mm-hmm. I will literally go out in sweats and a sweatshirt every single day. I don't care
1: if it's 70 degrees outside. Yeah, like I, I, really, don't don't. I really don't. I don't I really don't. And that's what gets our parents triggered. You know, we don't care about our reputation. They care about our reputation more than they. So I can't say
0: that I've gone through any, like, sexualization or, like, in that in those terms or anything like that yeah. because i just never did that simply f- because of my preference mm-hmm. but it's not to go ahead and say that i would look down upon another woman who did that right they look good they fine they're bad right and um what's it called i would never um shun them for that i would never like mm-hmm. go onto the internet be like oh yeah like she's this she's that and everything mm-hmm. no i have respect for you just as much right. as i, I would do commend
1: her for putting herself out there. Because it's a frightening thing to put yourself out there and to wear clothes that society deem as either inappropriate or too sexual. Mm -hmm. I commend them for the courage that they have to either post or to even go outside wearing those type of items that society would deem as, you know, too high in sex appeal. Yeah, or inappropriate or something Or inappropriate. I'd be like, you go...
0: Go, go ahead. <laughs> do it for the ones that can. <laughs> and I'm looking at men outside. Men be walking around with no shirt, shorts, and everything. It's if the they do, they have like the, the m- flip
1: flops. Boy, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they be having the zootay <laughs> <Yeah, no. laughs> i like,
0: you got your crusty, <laughs> <laughs> <It's
1: sun out. laughs> No way. Yeah. i would be like, that's inappropriate. That's inappropriate. With, shun them. Shut them, OK? The what they have. Mind you, they be having bunions out in those flip flops. Oh my god. Those, and they be what, That's the inappropriate. <laughs> it be cold, too. Oh, they, they, be, they be have a tea. Shorts and mind you, the shorts always, always above the knees, always, always above the knees. I see half of their thigh, like, and they always have that da- audacity. Where, oh god, what are those shoes called? Oh my, what are those shoes Work called? Sex? No, what, what is it? Oh god, are they the slip ons? Slip ons, oh uh, okay. So, you know that there's a type of flats, there's a specific name for it. I don't remember what it is, Vans? but they're like immense flats. No, men's flats. yeah, and it's like this fancy shoe <laughs> that guys just love. All right, men's flats. Oh God, no! I don't loafers. Loafers. Thank you. Without socks. Without socks. (laughs) I then what the loafers (laughs) do. not walk outside. I think they gotta get a girl like that. Be like, no, no dressing tech, nothing. Loafers. Mm -hmm. Mind you, the loafers don't even match the pants or the shirt. Okay. (laughs) They they don't have sunglasses on. they
0: They don't. Oh my God. (sighs) Like, it just doesn't make sense to me. Now, the but, women
1: got it. The men, they need to up their game a little, okay? They, they need to get, they need to Maybe that's better. the double standards we need to talk about, okay? Mm. The men, they be talking about that man is fine, and he got flip-flops out with his dogs out. No way.
0: Come on. And the woman has to do, like, so much for her to be considered fine. And everything. So much.
1: The like, makeup, the eyelashes. again get, like, huh oh,
0: mm. It's a whole different Everybody,
1: topic. Y'all are so beautiful. And I'm just like,
0: anyway. But, yeah. Um, but as far as purity culture goes, do you have any final thoughts or anything like that?
1: I think I would hope it's a work in progress. It, uh, it definitely it better sh- it should. I hope that it's a work. On, I mean, for us, as we're growing up now, I think we see it a little bit work in progress. But I would hope for at least my sister's generation and for Zach's generation that, you know, it goes up little by little.
0: I hopefully. I feel like it should be something that... Uh, people are comfortable
1: to talk about mm-hmm. um, to eradicate the entirety of purity culture in the first mm-hmm. place, mm-hmm. Uh, and not just abstinence celibacy too, because you know we didn't talk about that today. Yeah. But all of all the ranges, you know, yeah. if you're a virgin, if you're doing abstinence, if you're doing celibacy, if you're practicing sex often but obviously safely, mm-hmm. all of those things. If you think that it
0: is right for you,
1: then go ahead. Go just make
0: it. sure that it is right for you. Make sure that you're not, again, like I said before, not harming anybody, not harming yourself, mm-hmm. not harming the person that you're doing it with, or anything like that. Yeah. Either. It's Okay Physically, to be a virgin. Mentally. It is completely fine, okay? We're not bashing you or anything like that. Um, it is completely fine to um wait until marriage, it's completely fine to not wait until
1: marriage. Mm-hmm. It's like it's fine to get dick down. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just know if you're having sex, make sure it's good sex. Oh my god. <laughs> make sure it's good sex, okay? Okay, yeah. if it's bad time to go, practice celibacy <laughs> <laughs> immediately. <laughs>
0: But, like, yeah, the entire thing about virginity and everything like that, um, it just pains to see how, like, it's... We're still having this conversation today. Yeah. In the 21st
1: century. In
0: the 21st century. Like, I guess I would expect it back in the
1: day in, like, the 1900s and stuff like that. Like, even in the 1800s. But But now, now, when we have technology, when we have women in power, we we have a new justice nominee... All the, I things about that are, that. Yeah, all the things that are happening progressively in the world. And we're still having this conversation nowadays about the double standards in men and women and the double standards in virginity and practicing sex safely, celibacy, absin- all of those things. And, you know, there's never just one topic. There's always subtopics or sub zones mm-hmm. that, you know, either people don't look at don't talk about or they just completely skip over it just because it's not in their rearview mirror Mm
0: -hmm. exactly and i also want i guess people who are i guess religious again people who are religious not to go ahead and bash you guys or anything like that definitely not Mm -hmm. um but i feel like it's very unhealthy the way that they're going about it right and that you should Not be afraid to go ahead and venture out like it. Also, if you are religious or anything like that. Time
1: to (laughs) escape the cults. You know, some of those religions are cults, okay? We'll talk about it. Time to escape the cults, okay? Safely, of course. (laughs) We don't want them to run over you while you're walking out. (laughs) We wouldn't want that.
0: No No way. But I've heard, um, at least I grew up in the church or anything. I grew up in the church. People who are uh, religious or anything like that, or I guess spiritual, you can also Mm -hmm. say, not be afraid to go ahead and talk to God or like whoever you believe in right. with that as well, uh, because again, it's not something. It's not a topic that you should be scared of or anything like that. Uh, no mm-hmm. matter how much the world make um, make it out to be, mm-hmm. it's definitely not. And it's healthy to go ahead and talk about it, which I'm glad w- is what we did today. Yeah, it was fun. Definitely. <laughs> Thank you, Akana, for coming on Smiling and at the roundtable. Thank you for filling up a seat. We will miss you. Um, But that is it for episode four uh, for our our podcast. Thank you again for coming, and we will see you guys next week. Bye, guys.